how to not create a cult. Don't don't create a cult for your bridesmaids. Don't be that bride. And bridesmaids don't don't fall into the traps. You're listening to the Ann and Ellis podcast with your hosts Riley Mullane and Megan Kanatz. Podcast episode twenty four. I still remember very vividly episode number one. Yeah. I do. 24 already. I was going to say, I almost just said, because we were so nervous. I was never nervous, really. I never get nervous for these. No, this is fun. I mean, this is literally just like I walk in, sit down, talk to you. The only thing that took a minute to get used to were the lights and the camera. And yeah. now it's like they're not even here. So, yeah. and the ear. Remember we used to wear headphones? Yeah, those that those look dorky. Now you guys look cool. Yeah. You don't who even wears, know. It's who wears headphones. over the ear headphones? Well, who, who you know, wears those? You were, we were kind of- John's wearing them. Yeah, I know. The like behind I, the scenes guy. Um, I will say last episode, we were talking about, you just got to do it, right? That was mm-hmm. one of the points. Um, stop talking about it. And we had this grand plan. I hope this is okay that I'm mentioning it, but at some Anything point here. putting the podcast in like a Winnebago yeah. and taking it on the road. And we we're like, well, we just got it. We just got to start it. And so seeing the difference between how it looks from episode one to, for sure. to this is it's so, it's so fun for me. That would, and it's incredibly fun for us too. We're very lucky to have storyline multimedia. Just don't charge me for having that logo there. $25 a sip. (laughs) And I'm thirsty. (laughs) Keep drinking. (sighs) Somebody need a refill? Tastes like money. (laughs) There's just a bunch of change in there. I'm going to pay you in change. You soaked a bunch of dollar bills (laughs) first in water and then gave it to me. Oh my God. That's yeah, no, that is the goal. I mean, you know, whatever happens, happens, but I think it would be an absolute blast to do a mobile podcast Mm -hmm. studio X number of months out of the year. We travel to different parts of the country that, um, specialize in certain things as far as like wedding markets go. Right. Cause I'm sure in Austin, Texas wedding and some of their venues have a completely different vibe than a venue on the East coast or we head over to San Diego or just kind of the Southern States or checking out Minnesota. I just think it would be fun to interview uh, other vendors in the area, other venue owners in the area and just see what is going on. So big picture stuff, yeah. but Winnebago, if you want to sponsor us, we are, we're all in, if you are sun and fun RV, Hey, we're in. Yeah. Who's going to drive? Do you like the driving part? Do you like to drive? I could drive. I like driving. Yeah. I'm a pretty good driver, I think. Would Brian drive? He loves to drive. He doesn't like me to drive. So if he comes along, I won't be driving. Um, I don't know if Melissa would drive an RV. It depends how big it is. Yeah. If it has some kind of camera. Did I just say a line from Rain Man? I'm an excellent driver. I think I, I said that. I, like I don't know if I've ever seen that movie. I know exactly what movie you're talking about with yeah. Dustin Hoffman. Hoffman yeah. Right? Yeah. I think Tom Cruise. And Tom Cruise. Yeah. I said I'm a pretty good driver and I'm like, I just said a rain. I, he says I'm an excellent driver. I think is what he says. My dad, is he? I don't, I don't have any context for that. For, yeah. So he, yeah. Tom Cruise. Have you ever seen the movie at all? Do you remember? Like a long time Tom ago. Tom Cruise's older brother. He's, uh, Dustin Hoffman's has autism and yeah. so just has some special talents, but he, Always oh, says I'm an excellent driver. I'm an excellent driver. I gotta, so. I gotta watch it. So now you gotta watch it, and you'll think of me when I say that I am a pretty good driver. Probably not excellent. So I, we could switch off driving, or we I could be fun. My dad's retired. He yeah. would love to drive. Pack. The drive. I haven't met bus. your dad, and I would love to go on a road trip with him. Yes, I think I, that'd be super fun. He would be down. He'd be down. He's gonna be on the podcast. We've already discussed that. My thought is we bring him on the podcast. Yeah. 
and we talk about what a privilege it was to raise me yeah. as a son. <laughs> Pat? And and he's your that? favorite, right? Or you're his favorite. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. 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 Because cool. I'm the only child. He's so. the only child. Oh, okay. You know, you know. <laughs> gotcha. They, it's pretty easy. They did it once and it's like, man, how can we... You can't, can't beat this, <laughs> you know? You can't replicate greatness. Yeah. I was a really good kid growing up. I really, I say that with no sarcasm. I rarely got into trouble. I listened to my mom. That's what I tell my son and daughter all the yeah. time. It's like, I never would have done this at your age. <laughs> at eight years old, guys, you know what I was doing at eight years old? Yeah. I was doing my homework and... Yeah. But then those are the kids who go wild. I know. Like, Got to be careful. I think, didn't you also mention that you were going to have him write a theme song and then he was not going to play it for us and he was going to premiere it on the app. I on mentioned the it up. to him. I called him I on the that. way to Asher's jujitsu class and uh, we tend to talk quite a bit. And I said, hey, John had mentioned if you would be down to write a jingle, he could do it for sure. Yeah. He said, all right, I'll think about it. So- He's retired. He's got time. He's got time. Let's get on it. Bring his guitar and sing yeah. the jingle for you. And yeah, you shouldn't hear it first. That would be there. The there's part. a clip of him. He was at a bed and breakfast. I don't know where this was. Northern Iowa. I think it was in Iowa. And so my dad entered the Iowa Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2014 with his band Oink Henderson and the Squealers. And uh, dude, that name is amazing. Yeah, they're they're, they're oh great. It's a three God. piece band, and they bring so much energy and humor, and just a great. It's a great show. It's mm -hmm. not just like three people playing instruments and covering songs. It's like they have their own style, uh, all the things that they do. So their drummer Joe, uh, who is a, uh, I think like a, um, not an animator. He, uh, he's a illustrator. So he did comics in, in the press citizen for many years. Oh, wow. oh cool. And then, uh, Kevin Shepard is their guitar player. So the three of them have gone, I mean, they go way, way back. So, um, he was staying at a bed and breakfast and he always brings his guitar with them usually. And he did a song and the lady who owned the bed and breakfast recorded and put it on Facebook and it has like a ton of shares, a ton of views. And so, yeah, he, yeah, he's, he's great. I love that. He will be on the podcast for sure. Potentially driving our RV. If he's down, I think you would be. I think that would be fun. My dad would love to go. Our dads would get along. That'd be super fruitful. They would get fun. along. For yeah. Sure. They could, uh, we could, I think traveling would be really fun. Uh, and just seeing what, what else is out there. Um, in when in the wedding world and wedding season. So that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. Yep. For indeed. Sure. Indeed. I don't know if we talked about your Florida trip. I don't know if we did either. So yeah, I got back from Florida, um, went with my daughter, my dad and met my dad and brother down there. I've got family there gone to Florida since I was a little bitty person. And so we flew down, stayed in the Daytona area on the beach, which is just my place like that's my happy I love being outdoors period I could you know but that's really my place loved it um my intention was just I want to spend as much time sitting on the beach as I can amen to that and I did uh, we know one thing that's never happened to me before we were on 11th an 11th floor condo and the pelicans it just seemed like it almost was a little freaky. They were flying. Like that's kind of the height mm. that I felt like they were flying at. And so I would be sitting on the patio and I'm not kidding or balcony, I guess I should say. I thought they were coming in hot for me. Like they were, they would fly. Like I could have touched them. That's like, they were right there. I've 
It was really cool. And they're massive birds. So spend a ton of time on the beach. Um, Ashton and I went to Disney. She loves Disney. So we did a Disney day. I almost vomited. It's fine. Um, on Thunder Mountain. I don't not, know if we ever. So with Disney, you have fast passes, right? Is you that can. How you, we did not. So you just waited in we line. We just waited in line. Didn't that take like forever? On that ride, yeah. Maybe that's why we didn't go puked, on it because there so. was a massive line. So what we did, we were being kind of nerd. So we didn't get a fast pass. Now it's called a, it's called the lightning lane. So okay. Okay. So um, we, every line, <laughs> yeah, we got in. We would time it. So it would say 60 minute wait. And then Ashton would like start her watch. Mm -hmm. And most of them, it would be like a 20 minute wait. It's not bad. Which we didn't think was bad at all. Um, Thunder Mountain ended up being like an 85 minute wait. So that was a bummer. And I almost puked. So that was great. I cannot do rides anymore. I loved, loved them as a kid, as a young person. I can't do any motion. Same. I can't even like Same. spin around faster. Um, so Same. it wouldn't make a normal person sick, but it made me feel sick. And poor Ash was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> Does it kind of ruin, not, not ruin your day, meaning like your time with her, but like, do you just always feel kind of nauseous the rest it of the day? It stopped. Thank goodness. So it see, mine doesn't. See, you're, so that's happened to me before. I had a flight um, coming down to Florida once a couple years ago that was really turbulent and I got off the plane and the nausea didn't stop until like I went to bed and woke up the next day. This time, once I was off the ride, I was fine. So didn't ruin it. Um, and it, I mean, it was just like, I'm not doing that again. But I we went there because we were looking at the different parks. And I'm like, I could go on the most rides at Magic Kingdom versus mm -hmm. like, you know, I can't Universal and I can't do that kind of level. So because um, I can do, you know, it's a small world. That's a fun Down one. for that. A little boat. Yeah, that's a fun um, one. Pirates of the Caribbean is my favorite ride of all time. So we did that. So we just had a really nice time, the two of her, because we're both, she's so laid back. You have yeah. to stand in line for an hour. She doesn't care. You know, we just um, hung out and had a great time. Spent time in St. Augustine, Florida, which is a super fun city. Oldest city in North America. My favorite restaurants there in the world. I love it. Uh, yeah, I just had a great time. Then drove up to Nashville uh, with my dad and brother. Did the show choir thing there. And then drove the rest. What, of the way home. What's the restaurant? What's it called? The Columbia. The Columbia. What do they serve? So what's the vibe? It is Colum a Colombian vibe. So mm. um, the rest. I guess the name kind of gave it yeah. away, huh? Duh. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm like, what is it? I don't know. What is it like? It's like being in Colombia. No, so very um, Colombian vibe. I mean, the decor, everything like that. Um, it's uh, the food is Colombian based, but I mean, but with an American flair. So like, you know, uh, black beans and rice. Mm. Um, they have a Cuban sandwich, but it's not, you know, they have um, some different, more authentic dishes, but my favorite, it's called the 1905 salad. Okay. You can look it up on the, the interweb. Um, it's a salad that they make right at your table. So it has like um, turkey and ham and Swiss cheese and they squeeze fresh lemon juice mm. um, and olive oil and oregano and they put green olives in it and they toss it and then they serve it to you with this warm loaf of Cuban bread and you have died and gone to heaven. You know what salad I could eat every day mm, without one. question. Guess what type of salad? Taco salad. Mm -mm. No. Caesar salad. Caesar salad. Texas Roadhouse. Has the best. Their chicken Caesar salad. Now I'm hungry. Break. Yeah. Hold the croutons. Well, it doesn't help that we're talking about food and it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, one o'clock. Lunch break. <laughs> 
I know. Yeah. I'm like, Caesar I salads. I've I've just been obsessed with those lately. I've gone to Aldi and grabbed their Caesar salad kits. Ooh, you know who has a really good? Do you like chicken on it or do you mm-hmm. just, okay? Yeah. Who has a really good one? And I should pick one up for you because I think I'm going to go there um, tomorrow. Is Costco? Oh, okay. They have a huge like thing kit of it. So but. you can have like multiple salads yeah i mean you could make probably six salads out of it it's big or share it with your family or whatever but they put they put slices of lemon in it do you ever squeeze lemon juice on it i don't know not often but i could see how that would yeah spruce it up a little bit yeah so uh caesar salad okay yeah that is yeah the the columbia the salad you should look that up the one i will and it's really good you can make their dressing they sell it so yeah we just had a really nice time i was really well rested um, I got sun. I almost rented a condo in Florida. <laughs> I get very emotional. Like, this is where I want to be. And I'm always your cheerleader. I'm like, hey, if you think we can make it work, I trust you. If you had like pushed on me, I would have done. Like, if you would have been like, you should do it. You know, you're more like, <clears throat> if you think it's a good idea, I'm behind you. You had a little bit more of like, you know, think through it. And I can be very, you know, and I'm like, I needed to leave there and ground myself for what, you know what I mean? I needed to come back home. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. Especially like when I was in Hawaii for however many days you get so immersed. Oh, I was like, I'm never leaving. It's like, we can figure out a way to get a house here. Right. It's like, and I love that. I love like that scheming, like, okay, I could, um, my dad could run it for a couple and then you two and I could like, and what I really wanted to do was to offer it to friends and family and yeah. that, you know, open up opportunity for other people, for our team, whatever. I was, you know, trying to not think of it as like a selfish thing. Right. And I went as far as looking at some condos because I just, like, I didn't, the days, there were two days we sat on the beach. I did not want to leave. Like, I was not, like, I'm bored with it. I'm like, nope. I get it. I could sit out here. We got to watch <laughs> Elon Musk's uh, rocket take off too. So we were about 60 miles um, further north on the coast from where it happened but saw it like you could it see was, it 60 miles we were 60 away. miles from cape canaveral yeah yeah wow. and that, that's what's amazing to me i mean i posted a video it's not great but it just looks like a fireball but i'm like i'm 60 miles away from that so can you imagine what that would be like to be there watching the launch it's incredible i mean love or hate elon musk i'm sure there are people that <clears throat> it's one or the other imagine i mean just take a second and think about what that dude is doing mm-hmm. that's incredible incredible well we're here. i mean i kind of his personal life is a little dicey in my opinion a lot of yeah. babies with a lot of women yeah um but what he's the innovation is incredible yeah well his thought is the world is underpopulated so oh. more kids the so better he's trying to produce more humans mm-hmm. i didn't know that mm-hmm. <laughs> it just sounds yep. like he likes to have a good time <laughs> yeah miss the Practice world is perfect underpopulation problem i need you to help me with right yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, that's the worst pickup line ever. That's terrible. Hey, you want to work on the uh, underpopulation? Population problem? Problem. <laughs> Let's give it a try. Ten. Do you want to see a fact sheet? The world's <laughs> underpopulated. Do you want to help me solve that problem? <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> sounds nothing like Elon Musk. That's, I was yeah, like, is that what that's he tells my, like, yeah, that's my Elon Musk impression was spot on. Yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. What is an Elon Musk? The world is underpopulated. Would you like to see a packet of hope? No, that's not what you do. <laughs> How does he sound? Yes. It's uh, He's South African, I, I think. Can right? I pull yeah. him up? Yeah. I'm gonna pull His him up. His mom was a model. Ooh. A supermodel. Hmm. Interesting. That's He's got a really interesting background for sure. I'm gonna Google 
him and see if I can find a video where he talks and find out how much or little. You can he hear it because like he was on, I think, Joe Rogan at least once. But yep. Yeah. Interesting. You don't have a Tesla, but you have a Prius. Prius that's a hybrid. Yep. So there is that. So that's half electric, half gas, right? Yeah. So it's basically, it's battery powered, anything under 25 miles yeah. per hour, unless you really push on it. I hear you start. Oh yeah. Put it up to the mic. I mean, we're here this, at the this Texas is not him. This Gigafactory is the, the day before. It kind of sounds like him. It's been pretty crazy out there. Thank you so much for making time. Hey, what? Busy day. You're very I welcome. I would love you to help Stop us. Stop talking to the guy. Shut up. We want to hear you. Okay. You're very welcome. And alarming. That's you have him. said that you have calculated that the amount of battery production that the world needs. Megan, come on. <laughs> Just get to the... Wouldn't that be, uh, you know what would okay, really make me happy right dinner. now? Still <laughs> this guy. It'd make me so happy if you accidentally turned your flashlight on right now. <laughs> I guess there's... Oh, wow. There he is. This is it. Uh, the, the dangers would be the artificial general intelligence or digital superintelligence uh, decouples from a, c a collective human will and uh, goes to I was just yeah, saying that before the podcast that's, started. It sounds like you're playing a, re a recording of Riley. Uh, he doesn't honestly. have an accent though. He sounds. He just yeah. sounds. In, he sounds like he uses big words to make people. Just think. crazy to think that there's humans on this planet that are making that kind of impact. Again, mm -hmm. love him or hate him, but just there's people out there sending rockets out. And I can't figure out how to turn on my flashlight or turn um, it off. <clears throat> You just asked Siri. Siri, I got to listen to the last episode to get that reference. <laughs> yeah. She going to help me. She's not even answering me now. Yeah. yeah she's, you're in timeout. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I can only do it for you so many times, ma'am. You got to learn on your own how to turn on your flashlight. So when you're in Florida, do you think about work at all? Yeah, I do. I, I think, I think about it. I mean, I get messages. It's very hard. I think for either of us to go completely off the grid. Mm. And not get any messages. This time, um, sometimes I've gotten a lot where it almost feels like I leave and then everyone's like, let's message her more than normal. Um, but this time, <laughs> yeah. it feels like that sometimes. Um, but they just have needs. And I, I'm i not saying that to, to our, my team is very respectful. This time, um, they just have stuff that pops up mm -hmm. that they need help with. So I do think about it. I mean, I answered some messages for work and that wasn't a big deal. I wasn't bothered by it at all. Um, but then I get like my creative juices start flowing or like my, like, Oh, I can visualize this. Or I start to dream more. Cause I can kind of, yeah, I can yeah. relax. But I was, I felt this vacation in particular, like really relaxed, really into my vacation. Good. Yeah. And I didn't, we just didn't, again, we spent a day at Disney day at, um, we went to, uh, Disney Springs, got to spend a lot of time with my cousin, Tracy, who follows us on the podcast. Nice. Hi, Tracy. Uh, yeah. Tracy's awesome. Uh, and her husband and family, and they have um, grandkids, so I got to be around those those little bitties, and they're fun. Uh, I just really enjoyed. I like it. Disney Springs; it's cool. It's awesome. There's just so many great restaurants, and you know, food, and and Ashton just still loves that vibe. So yeah. like, where Jack's not as into rides, he will, but it's that's really her thing. So, have you ever gone down the rabbit hole of all of the Disney options in regards to your experience? Like if you wanted to go real big, you can stay on the resort. Mm -hmm. And then I, I remember we were there in February. I'm sorry, this was, yeah, February of 2020. It was like right before COVID hit. We got so lucky. Yeah. But I remember waiting in line for the, <clears throat> for the park to open. And there's these black SUVs that pull up and they all have the mouse ears on the windows. Ooh, okay. And it's like this, chauffeured private 
you know, like a limousine basically and families get out and, you know, they're staying like an exclusive Ooh. resort close to, but man, the amount of options and the money you can spend I haven't for gone a Disney down experience, that. it's un, unreal. Did you know there is a private, I think it's, don't quote me on this. I say that a lot during the podcast, but <laughs> don't ever quote me on anything and you'll be much better because of it. Uh, it's like Club 32. It's like a private Disney club what? that you get like different types of access. I think I've seen that. I think it's Club 32. And I don't know what that to means. Just but pay to be a member, and it you have or, to go. You have to spend so much money, either per year or whatever, to be. And then you have to kind of like know somebody. It's kind of like a country club, mm -hmm. kind of like a referral. But yeah, there's some really great YouTube documentaries on. I did not know that. The I'm the other I, side of Disney. Of yeah, uh, I didn't. I'm the one who's like, I'll just pay my regular. Parking, yeah, fee same. And my entrance, same. And it's like, already expensive as all hell, anyways. My God. Yeah. So that's the only thing is you're like, I just spent this much money at this, but it was. Uh, and when I, I then I got, I went down the rabbit hole of like, okay, we spent this much for a ticket based on the weight. We went on like six rides, mm -hmm. so it basically cost us, you know, thirty dollars a ride. Or yeah. I'm like, that's a lot. You smile the whole time you're there. I had a great time. I love the vibe of it. I love. Um, I get. I can feel kind of like a kid. Like I love that energy, and um, and I love going it with to it with my older children, and not. Yeah. I feel for the parents like with infants, and I was like, no, for sure. Glad my I have my 22 year old and not a. I was hesitant. Baby taking our kids there. They were five, I think. Yeah. Five. And they were the perfect age. Yeah. That's a good age. Five and a half, I think. Um, they were, they were closer to six at that point. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was the perfect age because they just took everything in. They weren't tall enough to ride the majority of the rides. We actually, we took them on the tower of terror. Oh, I've not they, done that. Okay. They will never do that again. That was, <laughs> I think was, they've even still talked about that. Bad parenting move on our end. It was <laughs> like, like we oh my so God. Scared. But they were so like amped up to do it. You know, they knew nothing else other than it'd be a fun ride and they hop on it and it's kind of, you know, up and down, yeah. up and down, up and down. And I was looking at me like, what the hell did you take me on? Like, so she's scarred for life probably, <laughs> but they can ride anything. Melissa can ride anything. Uh, her mom can ride absolutely anything. Remember at Adventureland, uh, the silly silo. Yeah. I mean, that's what nightmares are made of for. That is, I vomit just like looking us. at that thing. <laughs> oh my God. No. Dude, just I, the roller coaster at Adventureland. It's all made out of wood. Yeah. The outlaw. Then <laughs> yeah. you got the tornado, which seemed like it was going to fall off the tracks. It's like, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. yeah no, like, I'm not about. Yeah. And, and it doesn't take hardly anything to make me dizzy, you know, anymore. I don't, it's age, it's whatever. I don't know. It's the worst. It's Getting car fun. sick, mm -mm. motion sick. It is terrible. Yep. It just throws your whole day. Again, it just, it throws my whole day off. I know. I know our family's been talking about going on a cruise and my cousin, Tracy, they go on um, a bunch of them. They are going for next year for her 60th birthday. Royal Caribbean is launching the largest ship mm. ever. Um, we were joking, like, that sounds like the Titanic. So do you really want to go on that? Um, it will have 7,500 people between guests and staff. Wow. It is like some, I mean, it's just massive. Like she showed us the brochure. I mean, massive. It's a floating city. Yeah. I mean, so there's a lot of town, my, my hometown, that's, 
it's twice the size population of my hometown that will be on one ship. That's crazy. As long as yeah. there's no spokesperson from the, the actual cruise that's like, yeah, we promise this will never sink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as they don't say that, exactly. I think it's yeah. Get on <laughs> the biggest ship. I'm gonna, so I asked her, I'm like, are you good? So they're going on it. I'm like, you're not going on the maiden voyage, are you? Yeah. She's like, no, no, no. So they're going later. But I'm like, I would love to go. But I think I'd get nauseous. You think you would? Yeah, I think I, I think I would. Even, I mean, people that don't get nauseous say that you can feel it mm. on a ship. You can't. And say, I'm like, I don't want to. Wouldn't that suck to chance it? And then all of a sudden yeah. you have to take Dramamine. Now you're drowsy the whole time yeah. and you just cannot and enjoy spend, it. spend, you know, seven days. Like, no. Yeah, just barfing. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do that. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to do it. So I think I would try. We talked about maybe friends have given me different tips, like get a room with a balcony. So if you're watching any tips on how to, you know, try a cruise that, so you can like, if you can see the outside, if you can see the water and get on like a balcony, that helps a lot versus being interior, like in the middle where mm. you can't see out. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My stomach's already, I can Okay, we're already... all going to throw up. If you throw up in the cup, does that get us anything? I, I give, think I you owe me back. money. <laughs> I got to give some money back. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. You took 10 sips and you deposited you 15. Barfed back. <laughs> That's what happens. Do not throw up in the cup then. Throw up over your shoulder. <laughs> just throw up on the carpet. Yeah, just the carpet's fine. Um, so yeah, I don't know. But thank you for asking because it was really fun. I can't wait to go back again. Um, you went to Nashville for the first and time. And I did. I went to Nashville. Um, I had been to Nashville probably 10 years ago. Nashville was totally different than what I remember. So it was, we went downtown, stayed about 15 minutes away. Um, I didn't pick the hotel. The people we were going to the show choir with thing with did, um, drove downtown. It was pretty easy to get down there. It was 11 o'clock on a Thursday morning and it was packed. Mm. Everybody, I felt like it was Vegas on steroids. Like it yeah. was every, I guess I don't remember walking by where every bar is packed with people. Everybody's drinking. The music is going. It's like a nightclub scene, but at 11 o'clock in the morning, a country nightclub. Was Bachelorette. Happening. It was crazy. Capital of the world. Tons. Tons. And so honestly, that leads me into our episode today. And we've yeah. been joking around this morning about a lot of fun stuff. But um, we need to we do need to get serious for a second. We do. We've got things that we, you know, in our industry, we care about people. Um, we want good things for them. We want, you know, safety. And and Nashville is now becoming known as the head of bachelorette party central right and there's a real thing out there it's called a bridesmaid cult it's real and it's dangerous and scary and it's hurting people and we don't want that for you if you're planning a wedding um you all need to listen i can see you drifting away out there. you need to listen eyes up here it's so real. serious and you could get sucked in and you don't even know it and it it's true. your money, um, your safety, your um, self-esteem, your friendships could all be ruined. Your if, soul. If you get sucked in, yeah, it will take your soul. Yeah. And Nashville is a place where a lot of these cults exist. It's true. They do. It's the new We're Waco. Joking. It's the new Waco. <laughs> We're joking and we're not. It is real. There is a clip that John's going to put on and do the podcast. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. We'll show. Your, oh, it'll be in the show notes. P 
pee your pants laughing watching this. <laughs> At least we did. It's so spot on. But the funny part of it is the truth to it. So we're talking today to brides and bridesmaids about how to not get, how to not create a cult. Don't, don't create a cult for your bridesmaids. Don't be that bride. And bridesmaids don't, don't fall into the traps. Don't fall into the traps of bridesmaids cult. So we're going to bring up some different things about being a bridesmaid, about being a bride, what to do and not do and expect. And we're just going to touch on all different topics. So where do we even start with this? How do we help? Well, I think you look at the traditional approach that most couples take, which um, tends to be a wedding party, right? Mm -hmm. And um, you've got either a large wedding party. I, I would say, what would you classify as a large? I would say anything above five is big. Yeah, I would say above five is, is starts to get, I mean, because then now you've got 10 attendants. You know, if you each yeah. have five, that's a lot of people. It is a lot of people. If you're going over, over that. And yeah. with that comes a lot of, moving parts and pieces because as we just talked about bachelorette parties and paying for dresses, uh, even on the groomsmen side of things. I mean, in most cases you're responsible for renting your yeah. own suit and there's a lot of expenses that come with just being asked to yeah. be a part of that. And it, it can be really stressful <laughs> for members of that wedding party to figure out kind of what that whole path looks like. Because if in specifically for those that are being a part of wedding, that are being asked to be a part of a wedding party where they've never been in a wedding party before, or they don't really know how to plan things or the timeline and travel obligations yeah. in some cases Crazy. and tickets for yeah. flights. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things. Yeah. So that 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 clip was on SNL. How old was that clip, John? They posted it Saturday. It's brand it's so spanking funny. new. It's it is so good. And so it's funny. literally so true. So I think one of the ways that we could be helpful is if we start with you as the couple and you're trying to think of who to ask, right? <clears> to be there's there's no way we can, I don't feel like put parameters around who you should ask because you may have a large family, you have a ton of friends. That's gotta be a very difficult decision on who you're gonna ask. For sure. But if I could give advice, I would say smaller is better. There's just so many things. Once you get a big group of people, if you want a lot of involvement of those people in your day and in the year or two leading up, the more people you have involved, everything's just going to get trickier because everybody has different budgets that, you know, money uh, that they can spend, needs, personalities. They live in different locations, desires, like it's just the bigger. Yeah, so sure. I would say be really selective and Keep it small. Keep it right. small. It's going to make everything easier. And, and understand that if you are asking somebody to be a member of your wedding party, to just focus on, even before you ask them, kind of what you would like to see as far as kind of the the pathway and the journey leading up to the wedding. Yeah. Like, are you for sure going to go on a bachelor or bachelorette party? If so, are you going to keep that local or are you going to go out of state? Okay, we'll factor that. Are you going to ask them to buy their own dresses? I mean, you would probably know yeah. way better than I would. I'm assuming most of the time 
a bridesmaid is responsible for purchasing their dress, yeah. right? So what's an average cost of a bridesmaid's dress? Oh, I would say probably between 150 to $300 okay. is probably, oh. you know, normal. So I would say, yeah, as you're, as you're considering who you're going to ask, think about what you're asking of them. And then bridesmaids know that, you know, you're kind of, here's the thing you're going to be in for, in my opinion. Your dress, usually your bridesmaid or groomsman, this will this will go either way, right? Your clothing, your attire, you're responsible for that, typically. That's just kind of etiquette, I guess. Um, you're responsible for your accommodations, usually. Mm -hmm. Not always. Sometimes a family will treat you to a hotel room or whatever, but you're responsible for your accommodations and your travel to get to the wedding itself. You're also usually responsible for traveling to a bachelor bachelorette party that you're paying, you know, it's a party for the bride or groom. So you're usually paying for your own hotel, your own travel to get there, your food, your drinks, whatever. Um, things that the bride or groom would typically pay for. So I guess in the bridal side, the way I look at it, people can agree, disagree with me. Um, if you are asking the bridesmaids to like you're requiring that they get their hair and makeup done I think you should treat them to that if you said I don't care if you want to it's your choice do your own hair or makeup yeah or choose to get it done here's an option for you then they can pay for it themselves I was just gonna ask that so if I'm a bridesmaid always a bridesmaid never a bride yeah uh <laughs> In most cases, is the bridesmaid responsible for paying for their own hair and makeup? Like if most of the, like. If the, I think the way I think it should be done that I, the protocol I believe is if the bride requires it, if she says everybody, I want everybody to get their hair and makeup done. Like I'm kind of making you do it. I think the bride should pay for it. I, I do. If the bride said, Hey, I'm going to have a hair and makeup team. Do you want your hair and makeup? Like there's an option for you to get your hair and makeup done mm -hmm. if you want. You don't have to. You can do right. your own. Then that person could pay for it. You know, and and maybe the bride could gift it if the person says, yes, I would like to have mine done. That one can be a little slippery. I think people can go either way. Um, but that's probably one of the only things that the bride, um, sometimes she'll pay for like a robe, like if everybody is, right. um, if you want everybody to wear a matching outfit or matching pajamas in the morning, you should gift that. Should not ask your bridesmaids to pay for that. Or sometimes they'll gift like a piece of jewelry or something, um, a shawl or something right. that everybody's going to wear and look the same. But it's a lot of money to be a bridesmaid. So most of the time the bride doesn't front the cost. The only other thing that you should pay for 100% is anybody you invite to the rehearsal dinner. Mm -hmm. You need to front the cost of that bridesmaid or groomsman or bride or groomer or <clears throat> whatever. Um, you need to pay for that. But other than that, that individual is paying for everything else. So it's six and then they've got to get a gift. Um, so it gets expensive. So that video was like, you know, the financial yeah. commitment. She, one girl's like, I had to sell my car. <laughs> I made it work. I had to sell my car. Uh, then if you add on an extravagant trip for a bachelorette party, if you add on, um, them hosting any kind of bridal shower yep. and paying for that, sometimes it's been talked about that, like the bridesmaids will go in on a group gift and, you know, is everybody wanting to contribute the same amount? I mean, it can get and that's where a lot of drama starts. I've, I've, oh, I've seen it. And, um, I mean, again, I know people that have gone through a crazy amount of drama when it comes to mm -hmm. the politics of who pays for what, yeah. how, when, 
you Venmo me. I'll Venmo you me at the Airbnb. Well, you still owe 50 bucks. Should I say something or not say something? Well, I bought this. Therefore, you need to buy uh, that. It's a lot. Now, it shouldn't, in, in a perfect world, right? You have a bride and she picks her bridesmaids. And traditionally, let me know if I'm wrong here, maid of honor or matron of honor if you're married. Uh, I've had a lot of couples, by the way. I have had a lot of, uh, side note, I've had a lot of matron of honors wanting me to address them as maid of honor for their wedding party introductions because matron of honor, they said, makes them sound old. Huh? <laughs> so they want maid of You're honor. You're an old married woman. <laughs> yeah. Own yeah. It. No. Matron of honor just makes me sound so old. Can you do maid of honor? Uh, sure. Perfect. Sure. <laughs> um, Technically incorrect, but. But I think that's okay. tradition, right? Is you have the maid or matron of honor that is planning the bachelorette party mm-hmm. and they take it and run with it. Um, it was easy. So I was a best man in my uh, best friend's wedding, Joey. Uh, so I planned his bachelor party down the Lake of the Ozarks back in what, August of 2020, I think. Uh, and that was pretty easy. Dealing yeah. with a bunch of dudes is pretty simple. It's pretty, yeah. Pretty yeah. Simple. It's pretty different. Pretty simple. It's pretty that's different. where it can get, you know, the more personalities you have. And that's where it's tricky. So I think about my friends and who I would have. I just had my sister and um, my sister-in-law stand up with me. I didn't have a bachelorette party. Um, but you know, their interests and their personalities are diversified. So the the rule of thumb that I think is helpful, if you are, so if you are the maid or matron of honor and you're planning, I would plan, you take all the personalities involved. I mean, especially you have to kind of consider the bride. Like I would plan it toward her, like what, who she is. And if there's some people that, you know, so if she's quiet and she's, laid back and we've just talked about this as a team so we're actually doing a uh, photo shoot for bachelorette parties and going to be adding on some more experience type ideas to have those types of parties at our venues Mm -hmm. and some want to go hard and party and you know go to nashville and some it's like maybe a spa day is better it doesn't have to be this drinking crazy um thing but i do think you have to plan it towards what the bride would want and so if the bride is even the odd one out, she's quiet and she and everybody else is more of a party girl, don't take her to Vegas or Nashville. Right. That is not going to be fun for her. Plan yep. it for her. Everyone else kind of has to follow yeah. suit. Right? Yep. Nope, I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Again, guys tend to have it very easy. Yeah. You're just um, like, oh, I mean, their main obligations as a groomsman tend to be go get measured for a suit. Yeah. And you should have to send that. Text message out as a reminder, probably 15 or 20 times to go get measured for a suit. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then measured. the day before the deadline or on the deadline, they finally go in and they get measured for their suit. Yeah. And then they're responsible for at least picking up their suit. And they usually do that the day before the wedding. And they show up and they usually have a fresh haircut most of the time. And the name of the game is trying to get the suit back to the rental place yeah. or else you get... <laughs> charged for. I can't tell you how many times at the end of a wedding, I will see just a random suit jacket that is still at the head table, you know, over a chair. And it's like, who does this belong to? And it's like, well, they're going to find out because they're going to get charged $85 for it. Jacket. Men's warehouse doesn't have it back. Yeah. I ever tell you about the worst, um, one of our worst stories. And I think about this pair of pants and what probably happened to them. (laughs) Okay, you have my interest. (laughs) This poor pair of pants. We had a groomsman on the dance floor, and this whole story kind of comes full circle. The bartender later remembers him saying, I think I'm going to shit myself. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, no. So she's like, I thought oh, I heard no. that, but like, you know, <laughs> but then she was like, maybe that's not what he said. Yeah. Like, that can't be what he said. We've all been there. It's what he said. Because <laughs> at the end of the night, we find a pair of rented suit pants <gasps> wadded up behind the toilet, <laughs> between the wall and the toilet. Okay. So my husband found them full of shit. Oh, my God. No, that wasn't the pants. <laughs> It was the underwear. Excuse me. Oh, my God. It was the underwear. It's not the pants. I'm sorry. I'm getting the story wrong. So he shit himself, <laughs> takes his undies off, wraps them up. We have garbage cans, by the way. And he stuffs them in there. What? How I feel for the pants is that dude went back out and kept dancing the night away. <laughs> dude, you can't. Still kill the vibe. Commando. But I mean, you know, there's got to be, if you shit your pants, there's got to be a little residue. The shell must go on. The fecal flakes. <laughs> the dinkleberries, whatever. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Oh so my God. He's I did not see this. Dancing, this you know, commando, yeah. probably a little shit action rubbing in his pants. And then those pants got returned to, you know, the tux shop. I'm sure the next day we disposed of the under, actually our cleaning crew did. Bless Tim, you know Tim. I mean, greatest human, one of the greatest humans the best, on the planet. Just the best. But he ha he's like, I'll take care of it because we were all like. He probably had to throw all the Crunchwrap Supreme wrappers yeah. away too. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be hilarious if that those pants with skid marks came back with like a Crunchwrap Supreme wrapper in the pocket. You're like, well, it makes sense, right? Oh my god! Every time so, I hear Crunchwrap Supreme, I hear I think of food poisoning. That's the you like last clench your cheeks a little yeah, bit. That was, you're a, like, that was a really deep callback, by the way. Yeah, yeah. that was good. Remember, yeah, yeah like Crunchwrap. Wrap Supreme will make everybody poop themselves. But um, I'm thinking about it and I have to go. I know we're all sitting, our butt cheeks just tighten. Burns going in, burns going out, as they say. Oh, man. There are people turning this podcast off I right now. Right. They're like, I don't blame these you people are gross. You know, see you next, see you next you, week. if you're listening, you know you've eaten Taco Bell and pooped yourself. Yeah. Like, not your pants, but like you've had to poop. You know that. I and mean, if, you're definitely not walking slowly to the bathroom. No. <laughs> You know that. And if you pretend it's never happened to you, then we can't be friends. I can't do beans anymore. On a serious note, <laughs> I like can't do beans. you just get gassy or you poop? I just, I get just, I get really bloated. Ooh. It feels like I have a balloon in my stomach. Uh -huh. So, you know, you know how you're getting older? How you know you're getting older? Is you start identifying foods that you can't. That's number one. Number two is for Christmas. My mom, God bless her. I love her. She always gives me a stocking. Yeah, still. And Bino is in the stock. <laughs> so that's how you know you're Kathy, getting older. you're the best mom. Son, I know how you and Beans don't get along. I've got, that's I've a got some Bino. Make sure you take those. Do you take, does it work? I don't think it works great. But again, <laughs> old man Mullane, Melissa will have to be like, hey, there's beans in the chili. Did you take your Bino? <laughs> yes, like, I did. Yes, honey, I did. Yeah. So you're supposed to take two 30 minutes for the meal. I don't, I don't know. I've not noticed a huge difference, but they say either two, two 30 minutes before or 30 minutes after, I think, but I don't know. It doesn't yeah. really matter. Well. So you're just avoiding beans. So you're, you, there's not a lot you a can time. do at Taco Bell then anymore. No. I mean, unless what, I don't know what they have that they have stuff that doesn't have beans. In and it, I like yes. beans. Beans are so good for you. Mm -hmm. Good fiber, good yeah. nutrients, but unfortunately, uh, can't do it. Yeah. I was going to wait to tell you this, but we're actually sponsored by Bino. <laughs> Oh, Are you serious? It works the perfectly. The Ann and Ellis podcast, yes. sponsored by Bino. <laughs>
Riley's like, if I don't take this, I fart. <laughs> Goose. Hi, I'm Riley. Do you struggle with gas and indigestion? If so, makes for the perfect stock, stocking stuffer. Kathy Mullane endorsed. <laughs> Every, if you're a good mom, you'll put Bino in your stocking. <laughs> this is the first time I'm learning yeah. about Bino. Yeah, FYI. I've seen it all. Like I see it all the time. I'm just like, is that actually works? So Do you even Bino, bro? Like that's 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 how we're gonna take it to like a modern approach. Do you even Bino? Remember, like remember that? Are you gelling with like the insoles, like gelling? <laughs> yeah. Do you even Bino, bro? Like <laughs> for you and dude. your oh late thirties friends, yeah. that's what the. That's the next shirt. Even Bino, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can like do a cheers with your bottle of Bino. We're getting older, Megan. It's just I know, we're getting we are. motion I sick and we need Bino. Uh, and... I couldn't like, I couldn't bachelorette party. If somebody wants Hell me to be in their wedding, just don't ask me because um, I couldn't even keep up with some of these parties. So, yeah. So, back to our topic at hand was. You know, not everybody wants to party hard, like, and drink and, and do all the shots and everything. And um, it's okay to opt out um, and and not do that. And again, if that's not the bride's wishes, the other thing I think, well, this can go for both ways, but can we stop with, like, the penis? <laughs> I knew what you were going to say. I knew what you were going to say. <laughs> I don't want a gummy penis. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to eat that. Like you just feel embarrassed eating it. I don't want to. This is a clip gold mine. <laughs> clip, 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 clip. Yeah, I don't want to drink out of a penis straw. I don't want a penis shaped cake. I don't. I okay. Embarrassing story. The other because again I'm immature and I talk about farts and all that. I got a chicken tender the other day from Culver's and I held it up to Brian. I'm like, doesn't this look like a penis? <laughs> What's he like? Well, yes, yes, it does. We and that's because I'm dumb like that. And he's like. What are you going to do? And I like, <laughs> I can't even uh, edit this out. Nope. I bit the tip off. <laughs> what is that? Dude, we are trying so hard to grow this podcast. Wait, okay. I think we're we just, we're just <laughs> I mean, I was joking. Uh, I am immature about that kind of stuff. No, it's and I no think this it's is fine. fine. This is but, this is good. So that's just my private, how my husband and I joke around. And he's like, that must have hurt. <laughs> I got it. Chicken, it was the chicken tender's fault, but at a brush, like there is so much penis stuff, like it's just not. And then we were laughing before the podcast. It's like, okay, why do you get penis stuff? Like, yes, if you're we said, John, you said this. Oh, God. if you're getting married, it's because you already did the stuff with the penis. That's how you got, <laughs> True. yeah, you know, proposed True. to, yeah. yeah, it is a weird thing, isn't it? It's like, just uncomfortable. And I think, is it like it's got to be like a shock value thing or. It Maybe. is, right? Like in a joke and like, yeah. oh, penises and that's your life now because you're Cause, married. I have friends who have gone to bachelorette parties where they'll come back and they'll say that was my least favorite part. Really? Of, was the penis part? Well, just like, the like the, it was just everything, right? Like penis socks. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, sure. there's a it's like, bro, what? You're making socks? I don't, yeah, I don't know. You get it, man. <laughs> I know, right? It just feels, like, I don't like that. How did yeah. I wonder how did Nashville become the bachelorette? It is such a part. I mean, when's the last Capital. time you were in Nashville? 2016. You need to ask your friends. I mean, I just the whole time I was there, it felt like Vegas. So yeah. that's probably and that's just the new trendy. I thing. should I should call 
my good friend, Michael Lynch, right? He's down in Asheville. He yeah. performs. I should call him and say, Hey, do you see a lot of bachelorette parties? I'm gonna call him right now. Are you, First time on the podcast. I, I bet he won't pick up. Hey, Michael, I send him a voice message, but that's what it felt like to me. So I felt like I'm not ready. I don't want to go in and get drunk at 11 o'clock and uh, listen to music yet. See if he answers. So he performs, I think on a damn near nightly basis awesome. on Broadway. Ask him which bar. I was on Broadway. I'd love to know what bar he is, performs in. He's like, why are you bothering me at He's two o'clock? A... Yeah, true. If he, uh... But the music was incredible that I heard. Every it's crazy. The bar talent. was sound was professional. It was just every bar you went past was incredible. Hi, this is Michael. Sorry I missed your call, but if you could... no, you're not sorry, Michael. Michael, Good. he has to. It ha It's what's a musician doing at two o'clock? Probably he's probably <laughs> sleeping. Oh, nice. Which is probably true. I missed that part. But um, that's it. Definitely has a bachelor party, bachelorette party vibe, or bachelor party vibe. They had a bunch of the bikes that you sit and drink. Oh yes, they had those, which are fun. You know, so I mean, if that's your vibe, Nashville is the place to go. There's a lot going on. There is a lot. It's a going fun on. city. Um, it's yeah. interesting trying to figure out how to bring those bikes to Iowa with all of the because there's so many like licensing Ooh. you have to have and the ability to hold a liquor license off premise. Like there's just a ton of, cause I thought that'd be really fun for like the Amana colonies. They do Oktoberfest. Yeah. Now again, you couldn't buy one of those things and just use it one weekend. You probably wouldn't make very much money, but to do that on a regular basis. And I, I think I, I truly tried looking into that, but I can't remember where all the red tape. Developed. Downtown Iowa city lot. would be a blast on like game days and yeah. stuff to like ride on. Have you ever been on one? It looks um, like who steers it? There's a driver. Oh, okay. So the driver is not part of like, they're like, they, they own it, they're steering it. And then you get on and rent it as a. Yeah. So I think everybody pedals. Okay. And then that, the pedaling generates some sort of, I think, electrical charge okay. that powers. And then it I kind think, of more drives. I would have to assume there's some sort of battery component to yeah. that, but maybe, okay. maybe not. I don't know. The only thing I noticed that I was like, hmm. Uh, the seats are just, you know, there's no back. So like if you're, I mean, they were doing shots and I'm like, I would fall off the back and that'd be the end of me. I mean, you I have know. to be careful. So yeah, I think as, you know, as you are, are getting into this, I don't think part of the cult culture is like, we have to do all, we have to have the bike. Yeah. We got to do the shots. We can like, don't fall into that. You do not have to do that. Your bachelor at party, your bachelor party could be something totally different. What would you do? today if you were having a bachelor party because you don't drink i don't drink it. i'm the most boring would you make everybody to hang out with i'm trying to think of something you could do with shoes would you take everybody here's if i had my cars perfect bachelor party mapped out here's what it would look like forgive me because i'm thinking of this on the fly but this is how i would roll you ready mm -hmm. we would wake up at eight o'clock Maybe seven or eight. I'm starting to become a morning person, by the way. I, I go know, to bed about 9, I, 30, 10 now, and I wake up at like six. I, I love, but I'm also terrified. I get that old man morning energy. Because I'm like, you're going to be like. <laughs> and it's real. I'm telling you. <laughs> no. 8.30 hits. I'm two cups of coffee deep, That's and it. there's nobody stopping. I feel like you're up. I think I got a message from you like pre-seven o'clock a.m. the other day. I was like, oh. Burning daylight. Burning daylight. My dad goes to bed at like legit eight o'clock and wakes up at like 4 a.m. 
Well, then dinner has to be at like 4 p.m. Yeah, yeah. When you push your timeline back. He's on a whole new level of like, man, it's 8 o'clock. Uh, I suppose time to get to bed. Like it's 7.30. I like getting in bed at 8, but I have a super bad habit right now. I'm in a bad situation than like farting around on my phone or watching Fixer Upper for the hundredth time. So, and I don't go to sleep until. You know, what's helped me in regards to waking up is I used to like alarm would go off and then you would look at your phone, look at the emails that came in overnight and maybe check your Instagram. I did. I don't even look at my phone like email wise until I get into the office. Perfect. That I have uh, now at Nap Creek, which I'm Loving that. Yeah. Cannot tell you how nice it is to have an office where you're just able to get stuff done. I, when you're at the office, you're yeah. at the office. And when you're home, you're home. You're right. And I even, I, and even just setting us, having a separate place that like set aside time where you go to work, I would join you there. However, I guarantee it smells like Abercrombie and Fitch, which I cannot do. I put on my Instagram yesterday. I had three candles going no. and incense. Dude, you had more than that. There's it was like Were five candles. There? No, I just I would, saw the could. video and I'm like, dude, I, I didn't even watch the whole thing. I'm like, I can't track with all these candles. Look, I think <laughs> your office so is on fire. Candles. Get out. Yeah. Do you like strong scents? No. Well, I don't know. Uh, I can't. I don't think so. Well, my mother-in-law came in to the office when it was still, it was almost done and she came in and she's like... <laughs> Smells kind of mousy in here. I said, oh, we'll see about that. <laughs> Light them up. <laughs> Light the candles. Incense. I love incense. You I don't would, burn incense at home? I burn candles, but even no. sometimes I have to turn, I have to um, blow them out because it's just too much. I got a headache at our retreat because I had like five candles going. I didn't tell anybody. I just suffered through it. But anyway, I mean, I got, it's It's like, it gives me a headache. It's a candle hangover. I did. I was like... I've, and it was me. I just had like too many going. Yeah. I went on Amazon and I've literally typed in strongest sense found in candles. Like, give me those. Give me the ones with the five wicks. It just. Whoosh. That's why I can't even go in there. I mean, I would love to like hang it's out intense. with you, but it's I'd be like, it's not for everybody, but you know, anyway, it helps heighten my productivity. What was my whole point? To all um, that? You were saying how you were, your bachelor party would get oh, up. Yes, you guys would you. get up around eight o'clock in the thank morning because you. you're an early riser now. Um, okay. So we, well, and I'm going to ask you to your bachelorette uh, mm -hmm. party, what that would look like. Um, so I'm 37. Um, so the days of going to the bars and drinking until 2 a.m. Are, are long gone for me. We would get some coffee. Just talk about life. How things are going, maybe hour, maybe two. And then I wouldn't mind going to like, maybe like a car auction. Yeah. Spend a few hours there. Get a nice light lunch afterwards. Nothing too crazy. A little Caesar salad. Caesar salad, yeah. A little Caesar salad. Hold the chicken, hold the croutons. Hold the beans. Definitely hold the beans unless my best man has Beano supplied <laughs> for me. That would be one of his responsibilities. Yeah, like little gift bags. Everybody gets Beano. Excuse me, sir. Can I get you your Beano? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> That's why you're my no best man. Um, and then we would go back, probably take an afternoon nap, uh, maybe a little afternoon coffee, maybe a decaf, depends, um, and have a nice steak dinner, the side of a Caesar salad, um, some nice sparkling water, crisp, fresh CO2, just get that real sparkling vibe going, <laughs> light some candles maybe around just to get immersed into camaraderie with the fellas. Talk about man shit, right? Just, yeah, uh, are things going? I don't know uh, if you can combine man shit and like 
yeah. sparkling water. <laughs> yeah. And candles. And the frosting cake That's right. scented candles. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and uh, Bino. You lost and, all yeah. the manliness at Bino. We would no. finish up with a nice slice of pie, probably coconut cream pie. Um, <laughs> You're so old. I am very old. Coconut cream pie. Is there, listen. All jokes aside, is there anything better? Here we go. And like six thirty, seven o'clock, you know, you've been doing well on the diet and you get a slice of pie and some decaf coffee. I mean, there's, I'm not even if joking. There's nothing better 74. than 74. Oh my God. Nothing better than that. Or in the morning, a cup of coffee and some sparkling water. You ever combine like. I don't drink coffee. That's true. You don't. So I can't say it's, it's the, the best. For coffee drinkers if, and old people, it does feel like the, that could be. The highlight of your day. It's the best. Coconut cream pie, some decaf coffee. So that would be it. And we'd probably be off to bed eight, nine, ten o'clock. I don't know. It's amazing how things change, you know? Yeah. Kids I, will change you, obviously. I agree. But I mean, no, I actually think that we're all jokes aside, it sounds really nice. Like just the things you enjoy, good food, sitting around talking, low key vibes. Love it. What we could maybe swap out the car auction with would be like renting some cool cars. Oh, and driving, going, yeah. driving around. Okay. That'd mm -hmm. be fun. That'd be fun. That'd be your That's fun activity. We would, we would have breakfast, some nice coffee and go rent cars for maybe four or five hours and then shower up some more sparkling water and coffee possibly. And then we'll hit up a steakhouse and have a nice, and, and then a slice of pie and more decaf after that's the day. That's the day. I don't even do really cigars anymore. I used to no. like cigars, but man, cigars, they don't really do it for me anymore either. No, they don't make you feel good probably too after. So, kind of. That's me. It's Riley Ellis like Molina in a nutshell. I'm a very exciting human being. I like that. We still need to have, we need to have a pie tasting day. Because remember that episode when we were oh, talking yeah. about our favorite <clears throat> pies? If I was going to try to bring a key lime back, I had that. I Florida. talked to my mom and she said she would be down for... Um, making us a coconut cream pie okay. to bring in. I just need to coordinate like a time where I can grab it. Get it on here. And then you're day. a pumpkin pie person, right? 100%. Do you have a brand kind, someone makes it that you love? There's any. Okay. Yeah. So any pumpkin, but you like it cold? I do. Same. Okay. That's a Same. great, great So let's memory. do a cold pump. Let's do pumpkin. That's your favorite. Coconut cream. I'm going to, and I'm going to get a key lime pie. You can, you can have you're it. Ooh, yeah. or strawberry rhubarb or both. <laughs> For for what? For everybody to <laughs> love, John. <laughs> to look at. No, okay. no, we all have to try. Yeah, okay. All of it, and everybody's gonna love it, and they're gonna. You guys are gonna be changed men. Mm. Pecan pie's good leader. too. Oh, pecan pie's good. You say pecan yeah. or pecan? I say. What do I say? <sighs> Whatever gets it to me. I say pecan. <laughs> pecan. 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 Yeah. I don't say pecan. Okay, so I'm gonna spell it, and then you say it. Like, here's another thing. Okay. R O O T beer. How do you say it? Root beer. Root beer. Root beer or root beer? Root. What did I just root say? Root beer. You say root beer. I say root, root beer. Root. Root beer? It's root not, beer. I say root beer. I like it. Okay. Now you're messing. Dude, no, that is like the most dad thing I've ever heard of. Root like beer. Just like saying something I, different I than everybody like else. Root, I say root. 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 Yeah. Same. Root beer. No, you're saying rut. <laughs> root beer. You're saying root. with a U. Root. Oh my God. I'm if people root. haven't turned off by now. <laughs> <laughs> your vowel, you got your vowels on that. Oh I think root beer. Yeah, I'll take a root beer. Well, you're, you're kind of saying root. I feel a little, a little more rut coming out of you, but you're close. But then I'll say like, yeah, tree root, tree root. 
Tree rut. I slide tree rut too. Rut. Rut beer. <laughs> Anyways, if people are still with us, we'd love for you to like and subscribe. I feel like, I feel like we might delete this one. <laughs> this will go in the archives of never before seen footage that wasn't even worth yeah. seeing. We okay. got to get to your yeah. bachelorette. Okay. Yeah, what's Megan? Really quickly. And don't try to spruce it up to make it sound nope. better than mine, please. Well, no, I'm not. I'm good. I would hard say I, here's how I want to wake up when everybody gets up. Like, I don't want to, but I don't want people to sleep in too long. I'm not a late sleeper. So I'd like people to get up, but kind of get up, get around, have a quick breakfast. We're going to go for like a walk outside. I assume it's a nice day. I love being outside. So we all go for a walk and we're like chatting and having fun, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I don't know which order this makes the most sense. It doesn't really matter, but I'd love to go to the spa. Okay. okay. Nice. So we head over to Ritual. They have a room reserved, like we can sit in that relaxation room. We all talk. Everybody go get the service they want. I would I would want a facial. That's my favorite. Um, get a facial. Then we would all um, grab a light lunch somewhere, and then we'd head to the animal shelter. Um, so we would go, and everybody would. I think we just, like, we don't have to do chores. Maybe we just get to play with the animals, go for take the dogs for some walks. Everybody plays with the cats. And as I'm saying this, the weird, this is the seven in me, the weird part. I'm like, everybody's having so much fun. <laughs> like, I want everybody to love it as much as I do. Like, we're going to go to the animal shelter. Cool. Cool. I can't wait. But I, but it, the true part of me is like, you're going to love it. Like, I feel like people should love that. I think most people would feel a solid sense of joy after, after doing yeah. it. Yeah. They would feel really good about it. I wouldn't themselves. understand if they didn't love it to the same level. Well, especially since they're clearly not spending any money. No. I paid for their spa stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. I paid for their spa. So then we went to the animal shelter and we played and there's like kittens there and puppy and we're walking the dogs and we're having the best time. And then we all go get cleaned up and put on, um, you know, fun outfit or whatever and we go somewhere like it'd be great if it was warm and I'm I'm assuming we're in Iowa by the way I'm assuming we didn't travel anywhere so other I mean I could do a whole one on the beach but we're here right, right. So. I think it'd be fun to like go rent a pontoon boat and have Jude come on there and like serve us food and yeah, like we drive around cool. on a boat and those who want to drink cool. can drink I don't drink um so we just hang out on the water and talk and laugh and have fun and have good food I can get down to me. That sounds like a pretty typical bachelorette party for most people now. Going to the animal. No, well, I'm sorry, not the animal shelter part, oh. not the animal, the yeah. the, the, the spa yeah. and the pontoon. Yeah, I think that I would love. Yeah. I think I see more people leaning toward that. I you know, and then there is the group that loves to go. I also love live music, so it'd be fun to go listen to live music somewhere. An outdoor concert would be really fun. But I think there's still that group that loves the hardcore drinking Vegas yeah. nightclub. And that if that's you, a lot of people that are getting married a lot younger than we are too. So Yeah, you're not gonna want to listen to us with party advice. I when mom and dad you. tell you what to do. I mean, Back in my prime, however. I'd I <laughs> I hit up some nightclubs. I did some dancing. You've got some stories. Okay, so you had me tell the swingers story we need to have a podcast of the depths of young megan canats john you haven't even heard some of these stories i I can't wait i i think there's been embellishments you know who mark mcgrath is off of sugar ray yeah yeah well there's there's a story there you were on his tour bus Mm Was you, uh, did you hang your halo over his bedpost? <laughs> That's a good <laughs> reference. <laughs> That's good. 
finally, that's, finally that. So I have <laughs> learning lot, that song has paid off. <laughs> so like, cause I can use it. <laughs> I, here's what happened to me in my growing up years. I got in a lot of situations that I didn't, I was naive and that I didn't understand what I'd gotten myself into. And then I gracefully backed out. So I was at the Iowa State Fair watching the Goo Goo Dolls and with a girlfriend of mine and my sister and her husband and um, Mark McGrath Sugar Ray had opened for the Goo Goo Dolls. So my girlfriend and I are going to get a beer and we get stopped by a gentleman. It's like, hey, and I didn't know this was a thing. He's like, do you guys want to meet Sugar Ray? I'm like, yeah, we do. Yeah, of course we do. This is pre-sliding into the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> so of course you want to. Yeah, okay, I just great. picture my daughter getting older. And when you hear, when I hear these stories, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. So here's innocent me. I mean, and I was probably wearing an outfit that said something else. Screams backstage <laughs> access is what it, is what it signified. <laughs> It did. Okay, fine. I could. I had the figure to do it. It was all innocent. But then the funniest part is my sister's like that. We didn't come back. We were sitting together, and she's like, "We didn't come back. We didn't." She looks down because our seats were like in the nosebleeds. She looks down on the stage. So first, they took us on the stage in the back, but she looks down and sees me on the stage in the back. She's like, "What the hell?" There she is. Dude. Okay. <laughs> Um, and I she's, just got you popcorn. I know. What are you doing? And she's very, like, very protective of me, <laughs> yes. my older sister. So she was like, what is she doing? So we were on the stage for a little bit. And they're like, hey, do you want to come back to the tour bus? And I was like, yeah, that'd be fun. So we get on there and the drummer's on there and a few other guys. And Mark wasn't on there yet. And he, they're like talking to us. My girlfriend was sitting on this guy's lap. And I thought it was all innocent until they're like, hey, Mark's coming on. So like, which one of you want to hook up? And I'm like, hmm. What? It's a different time. I'm like, I don't. I, I'm not interested. My girlfriend said she wasn't interested. And so we were promptly escorted from the bus and you asked know. to leave. So I got in a lot of situations like that um, where I was dressed inappropriately because I thought it was cute. I was told not to wear that outfit by my mom and sister when I was leaving the house. And I was like, I look cute. So leave me alone. Yeah. And uh, by the way, this all yeah. allegedly happened because we don't want to get sued. This all allegedly <laughs> happened so at a concert. Somebody made that story up. Yep. So I had Never a lot happened. of those. That was my only tour bus experience. Um, yeah, just a lot of inappropriate outfits and dancing and stuff that I, it's yeah, that you would not want. When you're in your in my prime and 20s. I, um, I had a baseball player situation where I, Got the phone number of a from a minor league team, and <laughs> but then again, you know, he was like, "Hey, do you want to come out and hang out with us, the baseball player?" I'm like, "Yeah," and then I was like, "I need to go." You know, situations. I got myself into bad situations. Your, um, your intentions were pure, though. I was like, I was just, just wanted to hang, hang out, look and have a good time. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I truly just wanted to like be friends with people, and it is kind of amazing how innocent you start off being yeah. like. Oh yeah, this person wants to hang out. They have to have the purest intentions. Yeah. And I mean now I'm like you grow. Yeah, right? you, it's like you all idiot. I mean things I start to happen. Can look back on it now. I'm like, you were not a smart young, yeah. young lady. I mean, I was a smart young lady, but I just didn't I didn't that wasn't what I was after. And so Well that's why it's so important to to know and understand social cues and have social awareness mm -hmm. and just making sure you're paying attention to the things around you. I get on Asher all the time. Now again, he's only eight, so I'm probably too hard on him when it comes to this, but when we're like in airports and stuff, 
like head up, like you need to be looking out. Like don't be looking down at the ground or getting distracted. Like you need to be aware of mm. your surroundings. I say the same thing to Isla as well, which is impossible. Yeah. Cool dad. Anyways, but <laughs> she's me. She's and- just again in her own world. 24-7. Yeah. Hopefully she's not on the tour bus. Yeah. It'll be hard for her to get up the steps <laughs> no. in her denim turtleneck outfit or whatever. That I'll be making for her. Yes. Yeah. She with won't a, be able to move. With an Apple AirTag sewn yes. into the box. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Did I ever tell you? So speaking of which, Ash and my daughter, poor thing, when she went away to college, we had that Life 360 on her phone. So that's, oh, you yeah. can put that on the phone. Okay. So it's a beautiful thing. My son's about to turn 16 and I'm going to put it on his phone. So like when they drive, you can see how fast they're going. Oh, wow see their speed you can see where they're at and i'm gonna be like you know i'm sure they love that yeah yeah right so i had it on ashton and she knew it but jack somehow got it on his phone on her so he could watch his old and he's very protective (laughs) of his sister and so it got a little bit where he'd be like why are you not in your dorm what do you and she's like what why do you know where i'm at you creep you know and then brian's like you know, take it off your, because he'd be like, Hey guys, Ashton's over and she's been here for 20 minutes. And we're like, <laughs> you're 11. Stop bothering your that sister. Yeah. So we That's need to awesome. get Jack and Ashton both on the podcast. I want to interview them. I want to interview yeah. them. Uh, and they, you know what they would say? And I would love that. And I want to get Isla and Asher on here and interview them. But my kids would be like, she's the yeah, I mean, the, the, Jack loves to be dramatic. Mm. My kids, my kids are like, uh, when you yell at us all the time, and I'm like, I have never, I don't yell. Like they don't under. If I'm like, hey, you guys, you need to. They're like, stop yelling. <laughs> I'm like, that's not yelling. That is not yelling. That's that not. not yelling. But that's my children's perception of, yeah. of yelling. The only thing I I do feel bad about Ashton's youth that I remember saying it. Two funny things with Ashton, and she, you know, you know when it sticks in their brain is uh, she did something. She was a very well-behaved young lady. So it was, I was probably, you know, just grouchy or whatever. And I said, am I speaking Chinese? Like, cause nobody was listening. And she remembers that to this day. And one other funny thing about her. So we were living in Texas at the time. We had a two story house. I dropped something in the kitchen. She would have been probably five or six at the time. And I swore, I don't know what I said. I don't even remember. She comes running down the stairs. What happened? What happened? I said, I broke this. She's like, what was the swear word that you said? And I'm like, I'm not telling you. It's not important. Let it go. Comes back. I have this paper. Comes back downstairs at six-year-old. She has all these swear words written out (laughs) with a box next to them. She's like, and it says, can you please check the word you said? It said like, shit, damn, fuck, poop. Like it had 20 words. And she wanted me to put a check mark by the one <laughs> I said. And I'm like, I'm not telling She was you. six years old? Uh-huh. That's wow. She knew. I mean, some of the words, like she had like dang, but then she had the F word yeah. at the same time. I'm like, how do you yeah. know all these words? Um, so anyway. They pick up on everything. Funny perception of our children and um, the youth of America and the youth out there having the, yeah. I think their youth having these bachelorette and bachelor yeah. parties and um, you know, the, the cult mentality you could get sucked into. I yeah, just, just think it's kind of crazy because it's, it's true. It's expensive. Yeah. It's time consuming. My other best piece of advice would be to have somebody in the group and it may not be the maid or matron of honor. If you're going to go out and you're going to have parties and um, showers and there's dress fitting some, you've got to pick somebody on, let's call them a team, you know, a bridal team or a groom's team right. that's organized. And it like loves to have send out schedules and somebody that really shouldn't be the bride. 
or groom, Agreed. in my opinion. Somebody needs to take that off their shoulders. Pick somebody on the team that can keep everybody organized. Yeah. Somebody yeah. from the bride tribe. Yeah. I love that. Um, <laughs> keep, <laughs> I've never heard the bride tribe before. Oh, wait, it's on every t-shirt. Yeah, it's on every shirt. But yeah. somebody to keep them organized, like that would be a great thing to do. But that's somebody that, you know, is can be persistent without, you know, a clipboard and a wooden stick to hit you. But like somebody who was going to keep you organized. Keep accountable. Organized to the itinerary. Yeah. For sure. Just be cool. Brides, grooms, just be cool, cool to the wedding party. Keep it simple. Keep it fun. Have fun. Keep it low obligation and just try to plan as far out as you can in realistic terms. And that way you're not getting into all the drama two weeks or a week before yeah. the bachelorette. Now you have all of these like weird vibes after the bachelor, bachelorette party that so-and-so didn't pay. And this person said this just really take your time choosing who you want in your wedding party and just keep the drama keep it out away. of it. Cause there's nothing worse than trying to plan the most beautiful time of your life at that point, right? You're planning this wedding and you got your friends who you love and maybe they're from the, your childhood or high school or college and coworkers. And it's a lot to ask when you have a lot of those personalities together and you do not want drama. You don't, you don't what you want, want a reality so many times TV show made about your wedding and about sure. the cult you created. Yes, you don't exactly. want, you don't exactly. want to have any part of that. You want to have a good time. You do. I didn't realize when I was in Hawaii, we were on the beach and we saw this beautiful rainbow. I put it on my Instagram story. Oh, Did you yeah. see that? Uh -huh. and so there was this guy, he had this, he had like this tool. Like it looks like a box with like, it almost looked like a telescope, but it was wider. And we were looking at the rainbow together. I'm like, man, what are you doing? He's like, oh, there's a way to weigh the rainbow. And he was telling me it's pretty light. <laughs> 